Welcome to another episode of Back in Time with Kunal Kamla. When the gender justice movement came to light in 2017 in Hollywood, it got really powerful men down and accountable. The movement caught on to India also, but unfortunately there was very little that happened. For a country which has repeatedly been declared unsafe for women, a strong legal framework is required to keep things in check. That framework for India took birth in the form of Vishaka guidelines. In 1997, India's women celebrated a landmark judgment by the Supreme Court that formulated the Vishaka guidelines. To discuss more on the journey of the Vishaka guidelines, I spoke to senior advocate Meenakshi Arora. She was one of the members in the drafting committee which drafted this incredibly important guidelines. If there was a company that's uh, coming in place today, uh, what would you advise? Uh, be except for the Vishaka guidelines to make your office a safe working place. I would say transparency. Number one. Hmm. Number two, speak about uh, the statute. Actually, the guidelines are now translated into statute, and that also in twenty thirteen, ah, uh, sixteen years later after the judgment. So we have an act which is popularly called the Posh Act, and uh, I think there is very strong need. for companies to openly articulate that they do not accept such sexually determined behavior towards the women employees number 1 number 2 take action where it is called but i would have a word of caution out there i would say take action do an even handed justice you know don't create the men and the women divide out there the minute you start creating that you will have men retaliating and you will have women coming out with complaints which may not be all very well and that's where you will dilute the entire law mm. so i think an even handed justice looking to everything is very very important how you deal this is very very sensitive you really can't create that um, men's me too movement yeah it'll be it'll be a disaster totally totally mm-hmm. Ma'am, I'm just asking you on the Bhavri Devi case that led to the Vishaka guidelines. Uh, why that case in particular? You think uh, led to forming a whole new guideline on workplace harassment? Yeah, uh, that's because Bhavri Devi, uh, when she was raped in retaliation, she was only carrying out her job, which was to stop child marriage. So. she tried to stop this child marriage they were upper caste people they retaliated and they raped her now the you know the thing before the court was originally it was only the cbi inquiry what they wanted all the ngos wanted but the day the case came up before the court the first time the morning newspaper reported that the rajasthan government had already accepted the cbi inquiry so the relief what was the main relief in the petition no longer survived but this other prayer that we had in the petition that if a woman in course of discharge of her work duties is subjected to an assault or is subjected to something as gruesome as it does the employer not have an obligation to protect and to see that she is first of all not exposed to such a danger while performing her job number 2 if she is exposed to that danger 
then put in place protection measures and if then something happens, please provide for her, take care of her, take for what has happened. So, there was nothing of this kind in law at that given point in time and that was the small uh, ground in the petition and a relief prayed for in the petition. Now, uh, the CBI inquiry was no longer necessary and the judge said, but we are very, you know, actually the, the first day when the matter came up, they said, your main relief is now infructuous, there's nothing survives, but we are interested in this and come to your this particular paragraph and we want to do something about it. So, that's where it all started and it was a nebulous idea, if I may be very candid today. But this was 1992 and in between 92 and the judgment came in 97. So, by the way, you had some very progressive judges in between Justice Venkatchalaya and Justice J.S. Verma, who were singularly responsible for seeing this through. So, between that, India ratified CEDAW, that's Convention on Elimination of Discrimination Against Women. While they ratified CEDAW, which is an international convention, they actually never uh, legislated in India to provide for the same thing in the domestic law. And so at the same time, there was a Beijing conference and one of our judges who was on that particular bench, Justice Sujata Manohar, she attended the Beijing conference and she came back with the whole lot of ideas on this. So, there were many things that happened within that course of five years and uh, the judges felt that if the government is not going to legislate. Now, this is actually something India got recognized world over for taking this position in law. That if a government ratifies an international convention on rights, but chooses then not to legislate or bring those rights into the domestic country by not form giving a legislation, then the court will hold that particular rights in its guidelines till such time as you frame a legislation. So, so Supreme Court, that is what the Supreme Court did. It took the CEDAW guidelines and we all structured them together. Mr. Nariman uh, was really, uh, you know, he huge support for all of us, F.S. Nariman and we formulated the guidelines, the court accepted them, put them in its judgment with a small caveat that those guidelines will hold the field till the government legislates mm -hmm. and they held the field for 16 years. Mm. Now, Kunal, that is a very important thing for you. <laughs> yeah. It took our government 16 years to legislate. That is how much we think about women's right in the parliament. Yeah. This episode is behind the paywall. For the full podcast, subscribe to newslaundry.com. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.